This is Monday Morning Meditations number 248 on the Rising Man Podcast with Jetty Azuma. Shame is self-generated. What's up, Rising Man family? Jetty Azuma here again behind the mic for another Monday Morning Meditation. I'm glad you decided to join me here today because I have a special opportunity for all of you men out there willing to travel to Austin, Texas, May 4th through 7th. We have an incredible opportunity for you to join us inside of the dojo. What is dojo? Four days of Navy SEALs training for your nervous system, getting you ready for the unknowns in your life that you can't see coming. Spaces are limited, and only men who are ready to step up and raise the bar to the highest standard are welcome. So go ahead and go over to risingman.org dojo, grab your seat, and I'll see you on the mat. All right, today's Monday morning meditation is the shame spiral. Shame is a man killer. Straight up. Shame will destroy your momentum faster than anything that there is. Shame is nothing more than a purgatory. It's a place that you go to hang out and prevent yourself from taking action towards a real solution. So why do we do this to ourselves? I believe that shame is self-generated. Nobody makes me feel shame. Nobody tells me that I should feel ashamed and makes me have to feel that way. I might get that message. In fact, it's part of our English vernacular. You should be ashamed of yourself, but it's not an absolute. Somebody suggesting that I feel shame, that's different than me actually being forced to feel shame by somebody else. Any feeling is self-generated. It comes from within. It's influenced by the external stimuli, but I have the ability to interpret and filter out what comes in and what goes out. So if I'm experiencing shame, it's a choice on some level. So why would I do that? Why would I let myself feel shame about something and, and willow and wither into the dark recesses of that shame spiral? The answer is because it's easier to do that sometimes. Sometimes it's easier for me to let myself feel shame for something that I did, for a way in which I feel like I did somebody wrong, for a time in which I think I was out of honor. But when I compare the experience of shame and going deep into that shame dungeon, putting myself there, swinging the cage closed and locking the door, I'm choosing to sit in it as though sitting in the shame is actually doing something to improve my condition or the condition of the people around me who were affected by whatever I did. What is the actual function of shame? Like I said before, it's a purgatory. It's a place where I can go and I can hide out. I can feel bad and beat myself over the back and maybe even gather some pity from outside, some sympathy from other people who see the senselessness of shame. But ultimately, it prevents me from restoring from recovering, because even if I did somebody wrong, even if you stepped outside of your integrity, the more noble thing to do is to correct it. Take restorative action, apology, ask for forgiveness, do what it takes to make something right, restore a relationship if it's possible, make amends, take account of my actions and my responsibilities. All of that requires action. It requires the discomfort of facing off with what I did, what I said, what I was, what I thought, airing it out. And a lot of times that's way more uncomfortable than spiraling down into this shame cellar. So that's why we do it, 
The problem is, is it's so demoralizing and so demotivating to go into that shame dungeon. And that shame spiral is one where I start to feel really bad about myself. It's also a place where I unconsciously start to take on this victim persona where, yes, I'm, I'm saying I did something bad. I was a bad boy, but I'm also putting myself in this place where I can feel bad and, and, and start to have some sympathy for myself, some pity. When really the experience of shame is something that is preventing me from growth. Shame is a pit stop on the way to growth and solutions. And if we're talking about being a rising man, if we're talking about raising the standard of accountability and integrity in all of our relationships and in our communities, then we need men who aren't going to go and suffer and sequester themselves into the shame spiral. We need to swirl out of that, even if it's the more uncomfortable thing especially when it's the uncomfortable thing. Because if it's the right thing for me to do, by my honor, by my connection to my integrity, my internal compass that tells me what's right and what's wrong for me and the people around me, then I must. I'm compelled to act in that direction. Shame is just a reflection of my fear not to step forward into my greatness, into my excellence, into a higher standard. Shame is a wall that keeps me protected and safe from doing the more vulnerable thing. And the reason it feels so vulnerable is because I don't know what the outcome is going to look like. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I have to first take a risk. I have to jump off that cliff not knowing if I'm going to fly or fall. But if I accept that risk and I take that restorative action, I can pull myself out of that shame spiral that I created, that I allowed to come in for myself. And I can bring some light into that darkness. I can remember that I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who has done something like this, who has said or thought or believed what I believe that made me feel and experience shame in the first place. I can shine light into that dark spiral of a cellar that shame lives and dwells and feeds on me in. And before I know it, I'm starting to pull myself back to the surface. So if you're a man who's experiencing shame, let's acknowledge and take responsibility for putting ourselves there. And if you continue to experience shame after listening to this, then recognize and accept it as your choice. It's your choice to continue living in that shame story that keeps you right where you are. Because right in front of you is an opportunity to correct it, to make it right, to restore relations again. Pull yourself out of that cellar, but it's gonna be uncomfortable at first. It might even hurt a bit. It's like stepping out into the light from the darkness. At first, it's blinding. It's kind of hard to step into a new possibility, but at the end of the day, when this is a question of honor and integrity, how do you want to live your life? You want to live it in a dark cellar? Or do you want to expose your wounds and your shortcomings to the light and create possibility for connection instead of further isolating yourself and your shame? It's a big one to think about. It's also an important one to talk about. So right after you listen to this episode, make sure you go to risingman.org brotherhood you can register for our free Spark level of our Brotherhood community, get access to our online community, our weekly community calls where, we're where we discuss every single one of these MMM episodes. So go ahead and register right now so you can jump on for our next Wednesday, Wednesday podcast review where we're going to discuss this episode. And I look forward to seeing you there. And make sure you share this with another man who also needs to hear this message. Peace out, fam.
For everything Rising Man, head over to risingman.org. And while you're there, go to risingman.org slash dojo. Grab your dojo seat today so that you can have the experience of a lifetime. Transform yourself. It's time. Let's go. Step up. And subscribe to the podcast while you're at it. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, as well as our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man Movement. Please keep showing us the love and the support in all the ways that you do, from your messages to your shares to all of the words of kindness that you guys have for what we got going on here. It's been a, been a big journey, been a long journey that we've been on so far, but we're just getting started. We need your support. So thank you for that and keep it coming. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. Rise up.